So this episode of the Mary Penu Live podcast is a tad different in the way of us going behind the scenes of a conversation, a session that we were having with a couple that who is a part of our Meripreneur Mastery Program. Now, this particular aspect of the conversation, by the way, of course, we were given total 100% permission to use. Uh, so it, the whole point of it is to help other couples who are building together um, with their marriage as well as in the business and just really have a a heart-to-heart guy talk. So you're not going to hear my voice again. So I'm just going to go ahead and let it play. Just know that you're going to be coming in on the middle of a conversation. The question was asked about the three P's of manhood, talking about the provider, protector, and the priest of their home, what that looks like, and how to bring all those together. And um, I have to say, I may be biased, and that's okay. I should be. My husband, he did. He just offered some gold nuggets, and we were like, we have got to share this with other married-preneur couples because we know it's going to be such a jewel and just some golden nuggets um, for you all as you continue to build together. So enjoy. And you'll see there is a type of bonus P (laughs) that the hubby added, and I, I I just believe you all will really be blessed from it and buy it and encourage as well. So go ahead and take a listen. Let's go. So the big question is this. How do married entrepreneurs like us who have decades of business building experience, how do we break through common communication, productivity, and profitability barriers all while living powerfully in sync? That's the big question. And this podcast is the answer. You see, even if just one of you is called to entrepreneurship, The family is called to entrepreneurship. No, the goal is not the almighty dollar. We're aiming for the almighty impact. What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Married Penal Life Podcast. Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go. Let Let me sort of address each one of those P's that you mentioned. So as a provider, I learned something about myself for the majority of my adult life. I was, I always wanted to, I pursued making money because I was trying to get to a place of stability. Stability as defined by my circle of influence and friends. I was the last to get married. The majority of them had significant college education. I had intermittent college education in school for a little while out of school, in school for a little while out of school. I spent probably almost 20 plus years pursuing a career in music. And that entire time, my life was on, I lived a life of what I would call almost. So I got signed to an independent label, toured with major artists, but never quite made it. I was just always on the outside. I was so close to getting major deals so many times that I got frustrated because 
when you're in your 20s and you're eating ramen noodles and sleeping on the couch and you're pursuing something, people say, wow, look, he's got a lot of drive. When you're 30, you do those same things and they say, wow, he's really trifling and he needs to get it together. The same hustle in my 20s was admirable. In my 30s, I was called a trifler. And I started looking inward and I said, you know, something about this, like something needs to, needs to switch up. And I found myself wanting to get into jobs, get into careers, make money. I was saying I was doing it under the guise of getting, st getting stable in my life. And I did want to get stable in my life because I had a life of instability throughout my 20s. Mm. My wife would tell you, we were dating. Sometimes my cell phone was on. Sometimes it wasn't. Sometimes my mm -hmm. lights were on. Sometimes they weren't. And she trooped with me through gross immaturity. Um, but she was always, she admired, if you will, my reckless abandon to pursue my dreams. And it was reckless abandon. Um, <clears throat> and so on one hand, it was admirable. But on the other hand, it was like, hey, you maybe need to do this with some balance. Because I have an intense personality. When I immerse myself in something, I go, I immerse myself. Which is why I don't do a lot of things well. I do a few things I try to do a few things well. I don't do a lot of things well, well. Some people do a lot of things well, well, they, and that's great. I don't. I found myself, though, to, to answer the, the provision part, trying to make money, do things in business. So I ended up getting into the banking industry, working with MBAs. I had no MBA. The Lord opened that door. I, I, I worked in media, was working at CBS, was making great money. I worked for a private real estate investment firm there in Frisco. I mean, our boutique firm was bringing in $285,000 a week, excuse me, a month. And there was six of us that worked there. And we were a Black-owned outfit. I learned so much. We were just having this conversation like a couple hours ago. Mm -hmm. And I said that to say, I was trying to make money to, yeah, be stable. Like, I did want to have my lights on continuously. I did want to have my cell phone on continuously. I wanted to have a certain level of stability. And that's all that's noble. But masqueraded and hidden in that. Mm -hmm. I was trying to make money, be professional, Wear my other suits and do all that business because I was trying to make people see me in a different light. I was doing it for them. All my friends who had bought houses and I didn't have a house. I was trying to do these certain, I was doing these things to present a certain image to people. And I'll say this to you God will allow you to be tested financially to reveal what is in your heart. The Lord allowed the children of Israel to, 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 to go through and suffer what they went through in the, in the wilderness. He said, so that I could reveal what was in your heart. Now, you know, the Lord knows what's in their heart. So it wasn't for him, his benefit to find out. It was for their own benefit to find out. When I found out that that's what I was doing it for, I knew I had to let that as my driver. I had to let that go. That could not be the drivetrain. For me, going out here, starting a business, making money, working in the banking industry, getting my Series 7, getting my Series series 63, getting my Series 6, getting my Group 1 license, selling all these investments, all this and that. And then I was working in Park City. You probably don't know what that means, but that means that's kind of a big deal in Dallas. I was doing all of this, right? And I ended up realizing the Lord was gracing and favoring me. But he was like, it's not about your friends who are on their second house now. 
It's not about your friends who are now driving the next level of cars or vehicles. It's not about those, those things or that what we would call perceived doing well according to cultural influences. And I started realizing that everybody I thought that was doing well wasn't. They were all one paycheck away. It was a veneer of success. Now, I, I, I don't say all that to bring an indictment on them. I say all that to, to, to say that sometimes we get drunk off of perception. Mm. And we think something is what it is, but we don't realize there's something actually, there's a hole in there that you can't see. Because mm-hmm. right. people, we cover up our holes. But that's not to say that I didn't have my own. I have my own holes. They had theirs and I had mine. So no one's better, quote unquote, than anybody else. It's just understanding where you have holes. So as a provider, I had to realize I can't provide any better for my wife than the Lord provides for me. And as long as I try to be my own provider, I'm not saying negate responsibility. That's not what I'm saying. I'm mm-hmm. saying as long as I try to, as, as long as I count my own self as my source, mm-hmm. if I try to be gyra to self, mm-hmm. that's a problem. The moment I started to let that go, and I didn't care what it looked like when we were living two years nebulous, with no def- with with no seemingly definition or end in sight, I stopped caring because this was our journey. And I went through a very, very trying time of having to really like, deal with myself and realize while I incorporate my wife and I, and I respect the call on her life and, 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 and her role in my life to complement the call on my, my life, I, I realized that there are going to be seasons where her business is up and ain't nothing happening in mine. But I realize that sometimes the reason why nothing is happening in mine is because I'm not doing the things that I need to do, but the Lord allowed me to see that so that I could get myself in, in, a, in alignment from a discipline standpoint, mm-hmm. but you could be self-disciplined and still have your heart not in the right place. Mm-hmm. My heart got in the right place. I was standing in the kitchen and I felt this impression in my soul to call a friend and tell him what I'm doing these days. And he said, I want to introduce you to somebody. And I ended up getting a client that when it's all said and done, the relationship, when it's all said and done, it'll be worth seven figures. And I'm still working with that client today. Not one business card, not one email, just heart in the right place. Now, do I implore all those other strategies and tactics and things that we learn and use? Yes. But now I know that the reason why things are flourishing is not because of great copy, mm-hmm. necessarily. Not because of all these other business tactics and strategies and systems, necessarily, though they are critical. Mm-hmm. Though they are critical. But that is not what's doing it. The, the, the favor of doing it is the Lord says, you've matured because you're not looking at people. You're not comparing yourself to friends. You're not looking at your siblings. Both of my brothers went to grade schools and they're younger than me. My brother went to Columbia here in New York. My other brother went to DePaul in Chicago. And that ain't my story. You know what I'm saying? But 
my heart was in the right place and the Lord favored us because we prioritized our marriage. So on the provision part, let God do that. Do the due diligence that you need to do. I'm not negating any of that. I'm saying that is not where ultimately your success comes from. Those are instruments of success, but they're not the source of success. Mm. On the protector part, it's interesting how providing is a form of protection. One of many. Mm -hmm. I have to protect her from a financial standpoint. But the Lord is protecting me financially. Mm -hmm. And as we work together, you'll never make as much money by yourself as you will together. I guarantee you that. And it doesn't mean necessarily that both of you are doing the same thing in the business. It just means you're in harmony. Harmony could look like there are days when I'm stacked in real estate. Mm. She's got breakfast, she's got lunch, she's got dinner, and that keeps me from that. That fuel keeps me going, so I can stay in the fight. Cause brother, it's a it's a war zone out here. I know you know this. Mm. And then when you include what we do in married for life, we have we have to be on the same page because there are seasons where real estate is so consuming, especially mm. if I have a closing. Oh my goodness, it's so immersing. Mm. But then I'm pastoring, so I'm working on messages. In between, like this past week was so much drama. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She, teamwork looks different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We're recording podcasts and so on and so forth. So the protection part is also the, it's, it's financial, but it's also emotional protection. I learned something this week. Part of protecting her emotionally is one, letting her know that I see the sacrifice that she's making during this season that we're in. This won't last always. We know this, not like this per se, you know what I'm saying? It'll always be something, but it, 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 it'll be different. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's a part of protection. Knowing that she knows that I'm not taking her for granted, for one, we've had this discussion twice just in the last 40, 48 hours, 72 hours. And because there's times where a person can feel a certain way and you have to be cognizant of it and not discount it. And that's when you really got to talk and say, you know, this is what I'm feeling. I, I, what are you feeling? Okay, and this is what I'm feeling. But is this really what we mean to do? This, we're not trying to make each other feel this way. You know what I'm saying? That's the type of protection, emotional protection, financial protection, yes. Then you have, of course, obviously physical protection. I mean, that's kind of the automatic one that comes into our mind. But then you also have um, spiritual protection. Now let's shift to the priest part. Part of what our strategy is, one of the things that we talked about as we did a life audit, we'll go into all that right in, in this immediate second, but it's one of the things that we did going, going, into, going into 2020 and what's our big goals. And then we have these microscopic goals or these micro goals that support the macro goal and you know, so forth. And one of them is um, one of those ways of accomplishing that that big goal um, is to lead my family and at the moment it's just the two of us to lead my family as priests modeling Christ likeness leading my family in prayer and worship and reading of the word here's the reality whether you're in a pulpit or not as a husbandman because marriage is a mirror of our relationship with Christ actually Actually, in a 
matrimonial sense? In a sense, I say in a sense, you actually pastor your wife. It's a mirror of the church. <laughs> Christ is our husbandman. We are his bride. It's the, it, it is, marriage is the mirror, Ephesians 5. Just read Ephesians 5 and you'll see the mirror. It's right there. Ephesians 5. And so I model Christ's likeness to her. So I have to love her as Christ loves the church, which is totally different in her. I say totally different, but it's in, 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 in some key respects different from mine. I love her like Christ loved the church. Well, how does Christ love the church? We can say, oh, well, he gave his life for the church. If it requires that, my life before my life for my wife, no question. Okay? But it's deeper than that. It's a shepherding, it's a protecting, it's a it's 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 a it's a cultivating, it's a nurturing, it's a and, and we often hear that the wife or the woman sort of sets the temperature in the house. I used to say that. That's actually not biblical. Actually, as men, you set the temperature in the house. See, the problem in the garden was Eve set the temperature. It wasn't supposed to be that way. You set the temperature. When you step into a house where, where the husband is functioning like a priest in his house, you can feel it. Ain't nobody on eggshells, but there's a certain undercurrent of reverence. And the family is flourishing. The wife loves the husband and respects him. The husband cares for and loves the wife. So now when we have this biblical understanding, words like leadership don't get exaggerated to domineering domination. And words like submission aren't, aren't uh, um, you know, uh, profane words um, because we understand it's strength harnessed. Mm-hmm. Not subservient, it's strength yielded. Mm-hmm. You do that with you do we we do that with Christ. Are we not submitted to his to his leadership? Is, mm-hmm. is his lordship not over us? This is why you would read the Sarah called Abraham Lord, not mm-hmm. capital L O R D, mm-hmm. but it was Lord in a sense because it was a type of mirror. And so the problem is, is that the, the issue with men since the Garden of Eden, the whole family has fallen off of this one problem because the family didn't fall because Eve ate. The family fell because humanity mm-hmm. fell because Adam ate, ultimately. Right. Mm-hmm. The problem with marriage, culturally speaking, as a priest, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking because I'm, I'm on the last P, is actually another word that starts with P. You can trace all of society's ills to this. Male passivity. That's our problem. Passivity ushers in sin. Adam's passivity ushers in sin. God never called us as men to be passive. And actually, men would prefer, especially in our culture, men would actually prefer to let women lead. I ain't got to deal with it. Let her deal with it. True. I'm dealing with enough. True. That backseat mentality, when exaggerated, 
has profound negative implications. Mm-hmm. So all that to say the Lord has had to challenge me in my priesthood, mm-hmm. in my family to stand up. I don't dominate my wife. Mm-hmm. She is, we bring equal value. I am no more valuable to God than she is. Mm-hmm. At the same time, we have different roles. The scriptures, com, scripture is replete with this. When you know your role, and that begins with not being passive, that doesn't mean be rude, disrespectful, or irreverent. I know you know that. Just don't be passive. We trust you all have enjoyed this episode of the Maripanua Life podcast, and we want to make sure this is helpful on the journey as you all are building together. So please be sure to connect with us to uh, find us over on IG at Maripanua Life or on Facebook at Maripanua Life as well. Connect with us over on our website as well at guess what? MaryPanurLife.com. We're also going to uh, let you in on a great surprise that we're bringing to the stage now, which is our upcoming tour. And you'll learn more about that in the coming days. So stay connected so you hear about that. But in the meantime, go ahead and snag your seat to Maripanur Live. You can get all the details to come and meet us in person, as well as get two full days of training on building your wealth roles and your systems and scaling all together. It is simply life-changing over at todaylive.com. That's T-W-O-L-I-V-E, sorry, T-W-O-D-A-Y-L-I-V-E.com, todaylive.com, and we'll put the link in the bio as well. Okay, y'all have a good one. Peace out. Ready to drop them bars, hubby? Funny. Yeah. Yeah, we here. Hi, girl. Okay. <laughs> Check it out. It's like, hmm, okay, it's OL and Sway back what? again. Another episode, press play, now you in. in. Motion to build out your legacy. Family imply your marriage plus ministry. What? The content is real life in real time, yep. Mm-hmm. A little more to help you both soar and step. Same page where we know you want to be. Yep. And no, it's not as easy as one, one two, two, three. But? It's more like three, two, one. Yep. Where you got to plan your work, work your plan and have fun. And yep. anything you two will call to is doable. Hit subscribe, press like, make this reviewable. Anything you two will call to is doable. Hit subscribe, press like make it reviewable peace peace anything you call to is doable press subscribe press like make this reviewable for the people in the back (laughs) that's a wrap guys maybe let's see if it was recording